Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. It's that time again. Time to start thinking about school lunches. I hear from so many mamas that school lunches are the bane of your existence. And I get it. Having to make a balanced lunch for a tiny human at 7 in the morning, sometimes before coffee, hoping that they'll actually eat it, can be stressful. So in today's episode, I want to share with you our stress-free school lunch system that keeps both kids and mamas happy. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. All right, let's dive in. There are a few things you want to keep in mind when creating a school lunch system that works for you. Because this is our school lunch system, and I'm going to give you some tips for how to create your own school lunch system, but ultimately it needs to work for you. So number one, what are you going to pack? Otherwise known as what combination of foods will keep your kids satisfied? And what are those foods? Number two, when are you going to pack them or who is going to pack them for that matter? And number three, how are you going to pack them? What equipment are you going to use? So today I want to go into each one of these areas. The system that we use or that you use for lunch packing is based on your answers to these questions. Yours might very well be a little different depending on your situation or your kids' preferences, but like I said, I'll give you our template and then you can plug and play for your family. So number one, what are you going to pack? The formula that we've developed for what to pack has stayed tried and true for us for years and years since my oldest daughter, who is now eight, was in preschool. And I've passed this system on to many a mama or this formula, if you will, to many a mama. So here it is. 
And by the way, my kids know this formula. So this is how they pack lunches when they're packing lunches. Obviously, my four-year-old needs a little bit of help, but my eight-year-old can pack her own lunch and she uses this formula as well. Number one is fruit. What kid doesn't love a nice piece of fruit? Fruit adds micronutrients like vitamins and minerals and fiber-rich carbohydrates that help to mitigate that late afternoon crash and keep the kids fueled and energized. So some sliced apples or pears, if you add a little bit of lemon juice or you keep the apple pieces together, they are less likely to brown. Mango or pineapple, spears or cubes, berries, grapes, uh, pressed fruit bars are a good fruit option as well. Freeze-dried fruits, uh, banana half or mini bananas, applesauce, so many options for fruit. Number two is veggies because kids need their veggies, right? And I know veggies can be tough because not every kid loves veggies, but these can be raw veggies or cooked veggies. Think outside the box when it comes to veggies. Veggies can also be a part of the main in the case of egg cups or mini meatloaves. So this doesn't necessarily have to be a side item if your kids are very averse to veggies. However, I like to make sure that there's at least one veggie in the box. So sliced cucumber is a favorite in our house, baby carrots or sliced carrots, sliced bell peppers or mini peppers. You can also do steamed asparagus or broccoli or cauliflower. Kale chips are a very kid-friendly option, homemade zucchini bites, and dips are a fun addition too, like hummus, homemade mayo, homemade ranch, salsa, or nut butters if your kids can have them in school, or a seed butter, like a sunflower butter. All of those are really great options um, so that the kids are actually going to eat their veggies. Just because you add a dip doesn't make the veggies any less nutrient-dense or valuable. So if they like a dip, add in a dip. Number three is a protein, and this is usually a part of the main. So we say a protein or the main. Protein is crucial for growing kids. It doesn't provide energy like fruit and veggies and fat do, but it is so necessary for building muscles and so important for the school lunch because it helps to keep kids full and it helps avoid that mid-afternoon blood sugar crash. So don't be afraid to mix up the protein. It doesn't need to be a sandwich or a wrap. It can be a sandwich or a wrap with deli meat. We also do meat and cheese roll-ups. Hard-cooked eggs are a great protein option. Cottage cheese is a great protein option. We also love making homemade chicken nuggets. I have homemade chicken nuggets with veggies on my website. I will link that. Pasta salad with some cheese and some pepperoni in there. I call this pizza pasta salad is a great option too. My kids also love kind of like a mini charcuterie. So we'll do some cheese, some meat, some crackers, and they can put those together. Like I mentioned before, mini meatballs, mini meatloaves, or egg cups are great protein rich options as well. Healthy fats usually go along with protein. Um, so I don't mention healthy fats as like a specific item when it comes to packing a lunch, but it is great to make sure that there's some sort of a healthy fat in there too, because that will also help to keep them full. Uh, you might get that in the dip if you have a dip for veggies as well. I don't worry about it too much. My mains are fruit, veggie, protein main. And that's what my kids know and that's what they pack. And then one to two snacks. That's number four. So snacks like yogurt, string cheese, nuts if they can have nuts or trail mix 
all of these have a little bit of protein and a little bit of fat so they have a little bit more staying power so I like to choose at least one snack that has a little bit more staying power uh, another one that I really love my kids really love are mini meat sticks so we like the new primal or Vermont sticks if you're in the northeast I'm not sure if you can get those other places but they're kid size and they're packed with protein and so they're a really good snack that actually helps to keep kids full Another healthy fat filled snack my kids really love is olives. So we do olives often as a snack. My kids also love homemade granola and granola bars, energy balls or energy bars. And then of course your crunchy snacks. So we like to add crunchy snacks that have a little bit of something extra, you know, some extra nutrients, not just kind of your plain chips. Not that there's anything wrong with chips, but we love snappy crisps. We love plantain chips. We love hip peas, which are made with chickpeas. And then, you know, sometimes we'll do crackers. My kids really love Simple Mills crackers, but when you have a nut-free school, you can't do those. I love the Mary's crackers. They are pretty high in, you know, whole grains and lots of nutrients. They're gluten-free as well, if you guys are gluten-free. Um, so those ones are good as well. I like just getting in those extra nutrients wherever we can. Smashed fruit bars are great. Lara bars, if they can do nuts. The Mini Kids RX bars are really great. Um... They also really love the Annie's granola bars. They're just a little bit better than like your chewy bar in terms of ingredients, but they have a very similar effect. They like fig bars as well, which are a little bit more on the sugary side, but they also have the added fiber of the fig. So we don't go too crazy with obsessing over ingredient lists. We try to find the best option for our family. We like options that have some protein or some fiber or both or healthy fats, like I mentioned. Muffins are also a great snack. Homemade muffins, mini muffins are great. My kids especially like when they're in mini form. And of course, you know, you got your classic snacks too, like your Annie's Cheddar Bunnies. We always keep those on hand as well. So that's what we pack. We pack a fruit, a veggie, a protein main. So this, whatever vehicle the protein is in, is going to change each time, whether it's an egg cup or just a deli meat roll up or just plain deli meat, or the meat and cheese and crackers, or a sandwich or a wrap. It changes kind of week to week, and I'll talk about our actual system, how we do things, but there always needs to be some sort of a protein. And then I'm just kind of conscious that there's some sort of a healthy fat in there too, whether it's in the dip that goes with veggies, or in the snack, or in the protein. Again, I'm not obsessive about this. I just like going, okay, making sure we have a fruit, a veggie, a protein, and then one to two healthy snacks to go along with it too. And this kind of depends on your kid's age, how much they eat, and how often they have snacks at school. So my eight-year-old last year had one snack at school. So I gave her a snack for snack time, and then she would choose that herself, and then something in the lunch. So it's not just a fruit, a veggie, and a protein. There's also something fun and crunchy in there. As well. Sometimes we'll add little treats in there as well. Um, I'll do homemade gummies made with fruit juice or lemonade and they have gelatin in them so they're really nutrient dense. Sometimes we will do you know like little um, oh gosh what is the brand? Yum Earth. Yum Earth has awesome allergy friendly usually nut-free, oftentimes dairy-free little like candies and snacks and those are always fun to put in there on occasion as well especially for my daughter who has a corn sensitivity. So the nice part about this system, like I mentioned, is that my kids, four and eight, uh, almost five, almost nine, can pack their own lunches. I guide 
the four-year-old, but the eight-year-old knows the system and we have it on our fridge. And so she can pack her own lunches very easily. I don't have her pack her lunch every day just because it adds extra stress in the morning, but we have her pack her lunch at least twice a week. So she gets into the habit of doing it for herself. So what's the actual system we use? That's the formula. The system we use for packing lunches is this. Each week when I meal plan, I ask each kid, like I said, I have two kids, so each gets one choice, but you can divide this up however you want to, whatever system. I ask them, what veggie do you want? What fruit do you want? And what main or protein do you want this week? I have these listed on a sheet on our fridge so the kids have ideas. My eight-year-old can read, my four-year-old can't, so if she needs ideas, I'll give her some ideas. I'll go, Okay, last week we had grapes. What do you want this week? Do you want apples? Do you want berries? Do you want bananas? Usually I guide whatever might be seasonal. Uh, In the dead of winter, when there aren't a lot of fresh fruits and veggies, that's when we rely on things like applesauce and squeezies. So for the most part, it's like I, I kind of guide them, but with the different options. But what do you each want? This way, the kids are involved in the process of planning and making their lunches, even if they don't make the lunch themselves. They know that they were still a part of the process and I'm listening to them and they have that autonomy. So even if they're not into it that day, they're more likely to at least try it if they've gone, oh yeah, I did say that I wanted carrots this week or whatever it might be. So I add these items immediately to my grocery list so I don't forget these lunch items. So I'm meal planning. What do you guys want for lunch? Add these to my grocery list and then I'm on my way. If you want a little bit more guidance, um, something that I use for a long time is a school lunch planner. And when I say planner, it is just one worksheet. And I use this for a long time. Um, It's in my free kids lunch guide that I will link in the show notes. Um, But I added it to a plastic sheet protector with a pen and put it on my fridge so we can jot down our lunch plan for the week. We don't use it every week. Oftentimes I just add it directly to my meal plan, but it is helpful, especially in the first few weeks of school, to have something tangible. You can look and go, okay, this is what we're making for lunch this week. So that's number one. I ask each kid what they want, add it to my grocery list so I make sure that I have them or I have those ingredients. Number th- number two, the second thing I do is I mix and match from there. Unless one kid truly doesn't like something, they don't get the same exact lunch every day. I, m- I mix and match the vegetables, the fruits, and the main. So they're each getting something a little bit different, but I'm not reinventing their lunch every single day. They might get a little different snack or they might get the opposite veggie that the other kid chose that day. There are some exceptions, like I said, because kids have preferences, but for the most part, it's basically two options and then I just kind of alternate those unless my older daughter is packing her lunch. A couple things I did want to mention, leftovers are always on the table. So if my kids don't want lunch and they also are sage my oldest will get school lunch once a week because she likes to get pizza so she'll get school lunch once a week but if they don't want me to pack them a lunch they'll ask for left or they really liked dinner the night before they'll ask for leftovers so we have a couple solutions for this we have an individual thermos sorry that was an airplane if you heard that so either an individual thermos and we got this on amazon or we use the omi box o-m-i-e has a built-in thermos. 
it is awesome. So it's a bento style lunchbox. You can take the thermos out or put the thermos in and you can store hot foods in there. So if the kids really liked what we had the night before or they just want something hot but they don't want hot lunch from school, we do that. And my best trick for keeping hot foods hot, you know, in the few hours since they've been home and they're eating lunch, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Number one, use a good quality thermos. And number two, if you heat a kettle of water and fill the thermos up with boiling hot water, cover it and leave that for a couple minutes, dump it out and then add the hot food in, the hot food will stay hotter longer. And my daughter, she says that it it actually works. Um, So leftovers are always on the table. And we always have some sort of a backup option. We do this with breakfast as well, but there's always a backup option. So if my kids just want a sunflower and jelly sandwich, we always have bread. We always have jelly, a good quality, less sugary jelly. And uh, we also have sunflower butter or peanut butter, um, but the sunflower butter is the nut-free option. So we always have that on hand. So it's always easy. If, If they don't want, you know, if they specifically are like, I really don't want that this week, Even if they chose it at the beginning of the week, we have a backup option. It's not a fight. They know what the backup option is. They can either do leftovers or do a sun butter and jelly sandwich. And if they don't want those, well, then they're out of luck. (laughs) Okay, number two, when are you going to pack the lunches or who is going to pack the lunches for that matter? I already mentioned that my eight-year-old packs her lunch a couple times a week. I don't make her do it every single day, but this way the labor is divided. She feels like she is contributing packing her own lunch but it's not a stress every single morning so I do two days she does two days and one day is school lunch and she gets to choose that week what day is school lunch but usually it's Friday because Friday is pizza day so when you pack your lunches is up to you and it is up to what works the best for you and your schedule listen mama I want to be, I want to be the person who's like, I pack them at night and they're done in the morning and it makes mornings so smooth, but that's not true. (laughs) I've tried to make lunches the night before and I can't get into the routine. I have clients most nights and I am usually tired and my husband does the dishes, bless him, (laughs) and I don't want to get in the way of that because um, it's it's a gift, right? So I'm going to let him give me that gift. When he's home, he does the dishes. So I just don't do them at night and that just because it doesn't work for us. What does work for me is waking up early and doing it first thing in the morning. You might be opposite. If your mornings are crazy and you don't have time, pack them the night before, okay? It's really, it's really just whether you are a night owl or a morning of mama, it's whatever works for you. All that being said, I do like to have some prep done ahead so lunches are really, really easy. So this means three things. Number one, prepping veggies. Anything that needs to be sliced, or peeled, sliced, any of that, I do that ahead of time. Carrots and celery go in a jar, a mason jar half filled with water with an airtight top and anything else goes into an airtight container. 
I prep fruit and that just means washing the fruit, removing it from the stem if necessary, putting it in produce savers, and then prepping any mains ahead if applicable. So if I'm going to make egg cups or I'm going to make meatball muffins or anything like that um, or sides like muffins or energy balls or things like that, I prep those ahead during my meal prep. In the last episode, I talked about meal prep for back to school. So if you haven't listened to that, that will give you some ideas for how to get started with meal prep for back to school. But those are the three things that I do to make sure lunches go smoothly. So with my formula, with my meals and our lunches already planned for the week, mornings are easy. When I have things prepped, mornings are easy. I literally just assemble and go packing lunches takes me five minutes. And like I said, my daughter follows the same formula and the same system when she packs her own lunches as well. And so eventually she'll be able to pack her own lunches and I'll be confident that she's got a fruit, a veggie, a protein main, and some snacks. And so she's got some of the fun stuff. She's got some of the nutrients. And it's just an easy system that doesn't feel like extra stress because I know that packing school lunches can feel like extra stress. I also know that specific ideas, like specific what am I going to pack in lunches or in my kids' lunchbox rather can feel overwhelming. It can feel like a slog. And I have 20 different ideas in my free kids' lunch guide. So definitely head to the show notes, grab the free kids' lunch guide. Uh, You'll be sent an email where you can just download it and that'll give you some ideas. It has the kids' school lunch planner in there as well. So last but not least, I want to briefly talk about how you are going to pack your lunches. So what equipment are you going to use? Because this does help and makes the planning and the packing process a little bit easier rather than just throwing everything in a brown paper bag. It's also not so eco-friendly, right? So if you listen to my Q&A with my kids back in May, you know that my eight-year-old expressed her distaste for her Metal Planet Box lunchbox really strongly. And this was kind of funny to me because I was so excited about it and she was so excited to get it and to get like the, um, there are magnets you can put on it to change up the pattern on it and she's gotten new magnets every year we've had them for several years and they're like $80 they're not inexpensive they do last forever which is great um actually let me give you kind of some pros and cons of the planet box she complained that it is so her cons were that it's very heavy and it's big so it's cumbersome for her to carry uh, and it's kind of a weird shape it doesn't fit in every backpack and of course it's also expensive too um, and then she said that the clip on the she was talking about in that episode she was talking about if you listen to it the outer uh, bag because we got the planet box like lunch box as well well we got the the rover box and then the outside holder and that that broke and scratched her arm or something like that she's she's quite dramatic she's gonna do big things um so those are the cons kind of heavy kind of cumbersome it's kind of a weird shape and it's also expensive but the pros and I still love it for these reasons and we have a smaller box too I can't remember what that one is called the rover is the big one I can't remember what the smaller one is called small it's got two compartments it's more of a snack box for my kids now um but that's much smaller, but it wouldn't hold a whole lunch, right? So the pros are that it is eco-friendly. It lasts forever. It's because it's metal. It's dishwasher safe and it's big. It holds a lot of food. So it's good for older kids and adults. So there are pros and cons. That's what we've been using for years and years. 
for my big kid. The smaller one we've used for a while for my little, but she at four actually grew out of it. And we had a couple messages from her sweet preschool saying, hey, Ren ate all the food in her lunchbox. So now she's eating Cheerios, <laughs> which is fine. But for kids who, you know, or might be hungrier, it only fits so much. So for little ones and bigs, actually, Sage finds that the that this box that I'm going to mention is big enough for her, even though she's eight, almost nine. Our favorite box that we keep going back to again and again is the Bentco box. There are different sizes for different age kids. The kids box is three to seven, and then there's a Benko Fresh that says teens and adults. So I don't know, like, what about kids 8 to 12? <laughs> My 8-year-old is fine with the smaller box. She thinks the bigger box looks too big. So either one is an option, but it's a Bento-style box. The middle pops out, so you can pop that in the dishwasher. It's not the easiest thing to clean, but also not the hardest. And my kids really like them. And they're easy to pack in most lunch boxes because they're small enough, but there's a lot of different compartments to put things in. So those are a really great option and those are currently our go-to and our other one again not an inexpensive option but will last is the omi box and that is the one that has the thermos attached to it so if you don't want to buy a separate thermos and you want the box with the thermos attached the omi box looks cool and has a really cool feature to it as well so those are our uh, three picks i guess the planet box metal boxes the benko and the omi box and the most affordable of the three and the one that's our go-to right now is the benko a few other things that we find really helpful for packing school lunches are these cute little picks that you can get on Amazon. And when I say pick, I'm like, they look like cocktail sticks, you know, that you would put olives or a cherry or an orange or something like that on, but they're kid friendly um, and they're not super sharp or anything like that. So uh, we get those off of Amazon. All of these, by the way, are all linked in my kids Amazon shop. So I'll put all of those in there. We use silicone muffin cups to divide up even the already divided containers of the bento boxes. This is especially good in the planet. We have a couple of the planet box accessories as well, uh, but the silicone muffin cups work really well. We also, like I said, have a separate thermos. Flat ice packs are an essential because a lot of these boxes are kind of big and ice packs can be really big and really heavy. So we have ones by the brand Fit and Fresh that are soft and pliable. They don't, they don't, don't keep them as cold as some other ones. So we also have some, I can't remember the brand, but again, it'll be in my Amazon shop. So you can go and check it out and either get at your local Target or get it off of Amazon. Um, and they're, they're harder plastic, but they do, I find that they keep it cold a little bit longer. So those are two good options. Um, obviously a cover box to whatever boxes we're using. Like I said, we were using the Planet Box Rover cover which lasted us about two years and it started getting a little bit icky and it started to fall apart. So I don't know, two years is okay. She uses it every single, almost every single day, four days a week, essentially. Um, but for the Bentco boxes, we have used the brand Wildkins and then, oh, Lone Cone. Yeah, Wildkins and Lone Cone. And we're actually just trying out a Bentology box because my older daughter says she really likes putting her water bottle, attaching it to the lunchbox. So we're trying that one out right now as well. But we've found that the Wildkin box and the Lone Cone, they're pretty much the same thing. They have a pocket on the outside um, for utensils. 
we have some reusable utensils for the kids and then we also like putting in just a really inexpensive cloth napkin as well we stock up on these when they have them at target and uh, and then water bottles so our favorite water bottles are the hydro flask or healthy human kids um, the simple modern brand is good too and they all seem to keep the kids water cold um, none of them are all that inexpensive but I do find the metal ones, they're eco-friendly and they keep them cold. So the kids tend to drink more water that way. So those are our favorites. So like I said, I'm going to link all of our favorite lunchbox items in my kids Amazon shop. And of course, like I mentioned, grab your free kids lunch guide. It'll be in the show notes. You can click it, you can add your email and you'll get an email sent with the download link. I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, happy cooking. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.